Well, and that would be a good way to reverse engineer your net dollar retention opportunity, right? Is you've penetrated, but you haven't expanded yet. What's the expansion? Yeah, 145% net dollar retention so far. You are listening to Conversations with Nathan Latka, where I sit down and interview the top SaaS founders, like Eric Wan from Zoom. If you'd like to subscribe, go to getlatka.com. We've published thousands of these interviews, and if you want to sort through them quickly by revenue or churn, CAC, valuation, or other metrics, the easiest way to do that is to go to getlatka.com and use our filtering tool. It's like a big Excel sheet for all of these podcast interviews. Check it out right now at getlatka.com. Hey folks, my guest today is Jennifer Dolsky. She's the CEO and founder of Rising Team, a SaaS company that helps organizational leaders build engaged, connected, and successful successful teams through authentic team development workshops around key leadership concepts. She's been leading teams for more than 20 years as, as an executive at both big tech companies and scaling startups, including Facebook, Google, Yahoo, and Change.org. Her lifelong passion is centered on empowering people to reach their full potential. Follow along at risingteam.com. Jennifer, you ready to take us to the top? I am. All right. So, hey, just clear the air here for a second. Would you consider this more coaching or is there a SaaS product you've built here, software? This is absolutely a SaaS product. In fact, there are no humans involved other than the leader of the team that uses our software. So essentially what we do is equip managers to run team development sessions with their teams by following the prompts in our software. It has everything from, you know, warm up to learning goals to an activity to countdown timers all in the software itself. Interesting. So what what's sort of the kind of thing that would happen where a leader at a company might use? Is it like a team retreat or the monthly all hands call or yeah, you can use it in any. So we have teams all over the world using this. Sometimes they just set up dedicated time for these sessions. Sometimes they run them at offsites. You can do them remotely or in person. We have two different types of sessions. One are what we call learning kits, which are around all the topics that drive high-performing teams like psychological safety and appreciation and so forth. Those sessions take about two hours. So you got to block you know, a little bit of time for them, but we recommend once every six weeks. So two hours every six Six weeks is less than 1% of your time. And then the second type are what we call connection boosts. These are shorter, so one hour, and they're just like deeply understanding each other as human beings. And those can be done anytime. Okay, very cool. Now, how do you price for something like this? What's the average customer pay you per month to use it? Yeah, it's a subscription product. So you subscribe and then you get access to all the kits to use however often you want. We do have some bottom-up sales. So individual managers, the the pricing per team is $99 a month per team. So a team is a manager plus up to 10 people. And then most of our customers actually come in through kind of a top-down mechanism where a head of a division or the head of people for a company will want to use Rising Team to increase engagement or scale their talent development. And those deals can be in the hundreds of thousands of dollars when you How do you price those? Is it number of heads? Headcount? So we have two ways to price it. If it's sort of a partial org, we price it on number of teams. So mm-hmm. again, teams of up to up to lead plus 10. And the pricing goes down as you add more teams, obviously, and as you pay up front. And then when you get to full org, we go to per employee per month pricing. Full org per okay. Um, and how do you check that? What if someone says, no, this is just the the nine per I only need 10 seats and I'm one lead. Just give me that one, 99 bucks a month versus wait a second, that's your whole organization. You you should be on the bigger plan. Yeah, well, we can tell how many employees exist at a certain company. So, and it's actually way more affordable for them to go to the per employee per month. It's actually, you know, 
that's a better deal for everybody because you get unlimited teams. So if you think about it, when you're paying by team, let's say you want to do yourself and your direct reports, and then you want to run a second team with your cross-functional project folks, or you want to run just another session just to get to know people in the company. If you're paying by team, each one of those would be a separate team you pay for. When you get to per employee, you can do as many teams as you want, mix and match. I see. So on that full org model, you threw out, I think, several hundred thousand per uh, per year uh, for that. Is that like your highest customer? Is that what you said? That's a fair average is, you know, 100,000, 200,000 bucks a year. It really depends on the size of the org. So, you know, if you're our per employee per month pricing ranges from kind of six to $10 per employee per month. So it's going to depend on the size of your org. You know, we have several. Well, that's what I, that was going to say. That's yeah. what I'm trying to get a sense of. Are we talking thousand person orgs or 10,000 person orgs or 50 person orgs, right? What's your sweet spot if you had to pick an average? Yeah. You know, it's so funny. When we thought about our ICP, like who's our ideal customer profile, originally we thought it's kind of mid-sized, high growth tech companies, you know, maybe someone with a low glass door score because what we do is actually really drive employee engagement and retention up. Um, But as it turns out, all these really big companies wanted this too. It's, you know, what's happening in the workplace, as you know, it's just everything's changed. People are hybrid and everybody wants to quit and, you know, well-being is kind of down. And so, you know, we have customers like the Bank of Hawaii and other kind of multi-thousand person orgs. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So do you mean at the moment, yeah, like our average, if you had to take an average, it's probably you know, our average contract size right now is probably like $5,000 because we have a lot of people signing up on their own for a single team. And then we have a bunch of people, as I said, in the hundreds. That's 5,000 per month, 60 a year. Probably. Something like that. Although again, yeah, sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, what would someone paying you 60,000 a year? How big is their team probably? So again, the way to think about it maybe on average is a hundred dollars per person per year. Hundred per person per year. Okay, fair, 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 fair. And then the average team signing up with you might be something between you know a hundred and five hundred employees, something like that. You Your know what spot. I would say is it's really it really varies. So the the companies where we're signing full orgs, some of them are are you know twenty five hundred five thousand people, and then sometimes what happens usually organizations start with a pilot. So they might say, okay, we'll start with 10 teams, see how it goes. Then they might expand to 100 teams. And then, you know, my hope is that they will expand to all the teams in their org. So sometimes what we have right now are divisions of larger companies. So you might have a 2,000 person division of a 50,000 person company. So I think there's a lot of upside for us there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and that would be a good way to reverse engineer your net dollar retention opportunity, right? Is you've penetrated, but you haven't expanded yet. What's the expansion? And right now we're at 145% net dollar retention so far. So that's that's amazing. Congrats. Um, Help me. Let's put this on a timeline so folks can understand trajectory here. When did you write the first line of code for the platform? So I bootstrapped the company on my own for the first year, 2020. And I actually worked with an agency and built a prototype and tested it with real people. Um, we learned a lot from the prototype. Actually, the, the first prototype was about was a tool that managers could use one-on-one with their employees. And what we learned is that it took too much time. People wanted less time and they wanted more team focus, especially in the pandemic era. And so we rebuilt the whole thing as a team-based, you know, team development product that with launched- the same agency. 
No, I hired a team. So I did, okay. I bootstrapped, used an agency, built a prototype, tested it. Wait, hold on. How much was, did you sink? How much did you sink into the, in the agency building MVP? Are we talking like 10 grand or like a hundred grand? More. Like a hundred. Yeah. Ah, okay. Was that painful? Um, it, it actually wasn't because we were able to reuse a bunch of the things that we built and we learned so much that by the time I hired a team and we built the product, we kind of knew exactly where to aim it. Um, so I feel like the learning was worth it. Um, I don't know. Maybe that's also having done, this is not my first startup. So I, you know, it wasn't like I was just throwing it in the toilet. I knew exactly what I wanted to find out. And I felt like I did learn that. Um, okay, so you learn. That's good. That's, that's, that's helpful. You learn, then you hire. Now, are you still bootstrapped today or did you raise? We did raise. We raised a $3 million seed round in February of 21. Okay. And I am super scrappy with the funding. We still have about a million dollars left from that round. And you know, now we're generating revenue. So we have quite low burn. And are you profitable? Not yet, but we're not okay. very far off. Um, okay. I okay. see a, a path to profitability here. And now when founders say not far off, if you're Adam Newman, you could be burning five million a month and you're not far off. For others, no, not far off is ten K ten K a month, yeah. like your plus or minus ten K a month sort of deal. No, we're probably more like a hundred k a month, but okay. honestly, like a few deals, and that is done, right? So. Yeah. Does that make? I mean, let's go back to the macro conditions right now, right? If you've got a million in the bank, you're burning a hundred grand a month. That's you could say ten months of runway. Does that make you nervous right now? Not at all, actually, because we we actually got preempted for some additional funding, so we are taking a bit more money now. It's going to get us another twenty four months of runway. Mm -hmm. We don't need a ton of money to get this thing, you know, to keep growing and get to profitability. So we took, you know, we're going to take the money when people came to us. Some strategic folks that I think will be good to have on board. Um, less than three million, though. Yeah, less. Do you guys care about valuation right now, specifically your valuation? Do you think you might raise soon or sell a portion of the company? There is no other tool on the internet that you can use to get a better and higher valuation than FounderPath's new valuation tool. We have over 253 deals that went down over the past 30 days, all the revenue numbers, all the valuations, and the multiplier. That way you can go filter the data, find companies that are your same size, what they sold or raised for or at, and then use those as comparables in your decks to argue and debate and get a higher valuation and less dilution, which is the name of the game, less dilution. Check it out today at founderpath.com forward slash products. That's plural forward slash valuations. Again, both plural founderpath.com forward slash products forward slash valuations. So, I mean, I'm, you probably already answered this question because you said they're strategic, but right now it'd be like obviously a terrible time as a SaaS founder that's growing quickly to take money because the valuations are so compressed, but you just think these folks are so strategic, it's it's worth it. Yeah. And we're also, we're doing it on a safe, so it has a higher cap. And I think that's reasonable. Oh, I see. I see. Yeah. Was the 3 million seed capped or priced, priced round? It was priced. Oh, interesting. So how does that work when you do a priced round? And then usually it's the other way around, right? You do a priced round, now you're going to do a convertible <laughs> note. I know. I mean, it. well, it's just, we. it made sense to do it this way this time. And we have a, a better sense of where the valuation might go over time. And people are comfortable putting a higher cap on it now. We have much nice. more visibility, less risk. Yeah. And way more way more traction, sounds like. Yeah, exactly. um, very cool. Most folks, when they're raising seeds last year, you know, you're selling 15 to 20% in your seed. That's sort of standard. Were you sort of in that same range? Yeah. 
Okay, fair, fair. So you're talking like 15 million-ish valuations sort of in that range and you and the cap that you are re- now negotiating, you said is better terms than that. Yeah. Okay, fair. All right, let's talk more about um, product, right? And sort of how the team is fueling the product. So how many folks total are on the team today? We have 11 full-time people and about 16 if you count the part-timers. Okay, and how many are engineers? We have five engineers and sort of two and a half designers. So I would count more than half the team as product development. Yeah. So what are the engineers working on? Is there any you know future products you can talk about or where you see the space going? Yeah, actually, it's really exciting because what we're doing... So we started by building the software. And again, like the way to think about it is traditional leadership development happens in one of two ways. There's There are what are called learning management systems. These are flat content like Udemy or LinkedIn Learning, where you're watching videos and you're kind of solo doing this learning by yourself. It is really low usage and pretty low satisfaction. And then the alternative is you hire these outside facilitators and they come in and everybody has a great time, but it's expensive, it's hard to scale, and it doesn't have a lot of follow-up built in. And so what our software does is turn every manager into an interactive expert facilitator. So you can get the interactivity, but still have it be at the price of software. And the first version of the product, we were building the content. So, you know, I've been doing this 20 years. I also teach two classes at the business school at Stanford. I've like, I look, I have all the access to the research on high performing teams. So I started making some of the content. I hired two consultants who, you know, one on the DEI side, Dorika Blackman, who's amazing. And we made our own content. The big idea and what we're working on now is platformizing the software so that anybody can create these interactive kits. And that means companies can too. So they have their own philosophies about leadership development. Sometimes they want to use our content, but sometimes they want to use their own. But today Mm -hmm. what they do is literally they'll like make a two-page facilitator guide or something. And they give it to people. They have no idea whether it's used or whether it works. Now they can use our platform to create interactive sessions out of their own content. And that's going to be super effective and super sticky. And you mentioned you get going in 2020 with the agency MVP, some test customers and pilots. Uh, what about today? How many, cu- not not seats, but how many individual brands? Like I think yeah, you said, uh, have, the Bank of Hawaii, are you working with? We have 55 logos right now. 55. Okay, wow. And how much expand, like if you added no new customers over the next 12 months, how much additional revenue do you think you can drive just into those 55 customers? Yeah, I think, so I've I've run the pipeline. I think over 12 months, it's like, a million and a half to 2 million. And over three years, it's like 15 to 20 million just from the customers we have already. Yeah, that's a very cool math to run. Now, can I take, (laughs) it sounds like you have massive ranges. Some companies have two seats or a team license at 99 a month. Others are 2,500 employees and they're paying a hundred bucks per employee per year. But can we take 55 logos times that ARPU of 5,000 a month? You're doing somewhere around $250,000 a month in revenue today. No, not not quite yet. I would okay. say we are. Um, Can you break it this year? You think? I think so next year. Will, next year, next year is when I would put that. Yeah. <laughs> very cool. Well, again, it sounds like you have a very healthy motion for expanding accounts. Is that happening in no touch fashion, or as part of your eleven person team CS reps that actively drive that expansion? Yeah, we have a basically three person sales slash CS team that also includes me. Um, and 
So we have, we do do some hands-on expansion work. Actually, most of the revenue upside, I think, comes from signing the deals and then expanding. Right now, we're converting 60% of demos to deals at some level. So wow. quite on conversion on, you know, getting people to sign up at least for a pilot. And where we need to put more attention is how do we get those pilots to larger rollouts? So we're working with people on like success plans. You know, one of the things that's really helpful is we ha- we do pre-post measurement before and after you start using Rising Team. And we can see that after just three sessions, 85% of the core engagement scores that we measure are moving in a significant mm. way. So, you know, almost every company out there measures engagement. And what usually happens is like, you get the scores back, you have some gaps, and then you're like, what do we do? It's, you know, let's start a task force or let's go back to the whiteboard. And it's really hard. And so what we're showing is we can actually not just measure it, but move it for you. And that's what's causing people to want to expand. So we're working on building these kind of success plans for people where we track and measure their movement. And help me understand growth over the past 12 months. You got extra capital last year. Hopefully you were able to reinvest that back in growth. But if you're doing between call it hundred and $150,000 a month today in revenue, what were you doing exactly a year ago? If, if you remember. Yeah. So we're still, we're actually under a little bit what you just said. I mean, a year ago we were doing zero revenue. Okay. So, so it's like infinite. <laughs> yes. The revenue, you know, started coming in in Q4 of last year and then it grew a little bit in Q1. And then between Q1 and Q2, it like 5X'd, right? Yep. And between Q2 and Q3, it'll 3X again, probably. Yep. And so we're, well, we're congrats then on breaking you in the past couple months. You broke the a million dollar run rate. Congratulations on that. That's a big goal. Thank you. Um, very cool. Well, hey, look, we're out of time. This is a fascinating story. Obviously, rooting for you. Um, let's wrap up here with the famous five. Number one, favorite business book. My favorite business book is Gung Ho by Ken Blanchard and Sheldon Bowles. It's a story of what we can learn about business from a Native American folktale about animals. Wow. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying? I watch a lot of CEOs. One person I really admires Brian Chesky from Airbnb. I think he's built a really impressive large business in a way that has a meaningful mission behind it. So for instance, the work they do housing refugees and so forth, I think it's a really powerful way to use your business for good. Number three, Jennifer, besides your own, what's your favorite online tool for building rising team? I'd say there's sort of internal and external. So the internal tool I think we use the most that I like a lot is Figma. It's so easy to collaborate about how we're building the product. And the external one, I am a big LinkedIn fan. I'm a LinkedIn influencer. I write a lot about leadership. And so I we get a lot of leads that way. That's great. Number four, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? <laughs> um, I I would say I aim for eight, but... And I might even stay in bed for eight hours, but I don't sleep all that time. I have Fair enough. Racing, yeah. And what's your situation? Married, single, kiddos? I am married. I have two awesome daughters. They are all grown up, 22 oh, you're, and 20. Wow, okay, you're super, super busy then. Um, and then do you mind me asking how old you are? I am 50 years old. Amazing, and I, okay. I just read a stat that... Founders in their 50s are like three times more likely to be successful than founders. I believe it. You have more, you just have more experience than all of us. I, I get it. Uh, take us home here. Last question. Something you wish you knew when you were 20. Yeah. I think I wish I knew. And I spent a lot of time in my 20s thinking about what other people thought about me. 
And I wish I knew that everyone is too busy thinking about themselves to be thinking about me. <laughs> That's a good one, guys. Risingteam.com, a more effective way to help all of your teams learn faster. They've signed up 55 logos to date, tens of thousands of seats and folks using the platform already to date. Just broke the million dollar mark in terms of run rate, which we love and pretty capital efficient. Three million raised on their seed. Still all that money in the bank with a path to profitability. Team of 11, five engineers. There's a lot of tech behind this platform. Check it out. Risingteam.com. Jennifer, thanks for taking us to the top. Thanks so much, Nathan.